0: So this week is Groundhog Day. Pretty exciting, right? I know you can't have a party this year, but maybe next year. All the time I was growing up, Groundhog Day meant one thing. Punxsutawney Phil. Was he going to see his shadow? How long would winter last? My mother, for years, saved index cards because in elementary school, I was chosen to give the morning announcements on February 2nd, Groundhog Day. I said later it was just nice to be in the office without being in trouble. It was, you know, a different experience just to be in there and speak into the big silver microphone, push the button, and give the morning announcements. And that's what Groundhog Day meant, one day. But since the movie Groundhog Day came out and has seeped into our our culture Groundhog Day now means something different. It doesn't mean one day. Groundhog Day means the feeling of living the same day over and over and over again. And in this pandemic, it seemed like we're all experiencing a little bit of that. Life can feel like that, and this this pandemic has made us all feel that. Are you tired of it? Yeah, we're all tired of it. We're tired of putting the mask on. We're tired of not doing all the things we want to do. And, and when we can't go different places or do different things, it really can seem that the days are the same. You know, if you don't go to work, you work from home, TGIF means nothing. It's just another day you know, and then the kids go to school, and then they come back from school, and then they go back to school, and it can just seem like we're on this hamster wheel and not getting anywhere at all. That's the experience, I believe, we're living in. And this movie, Groundhog Day, has come to be, to make that known to us. And, uh, the character played by Bill Murray gets stuck in a time loop in Punxsutawney, PA, which would pretty much be one of my worst nightmares. When, when I went into the ministry in Western Pennsylvania, God and I had an agreement. God, I'll go anywhere except for Punxsutawney or Oil City. I, I don't know why. And for a few years, I had to drive to Oil City to go to the bank, and I knew God was just messing with me just a little bit because that's how God works. So he's stuck in this time loop, living the same day over and over again. And, and when that movie came out and afterwards, people tend to think, well, that's like, that's like Zen, or that's like Buddhist philosophy. But to limit, to that, limit it to that, it would not be to miss a whole lot of our Christian faith especially as it was understood and laid out by John Wesley, who started the Methodist Church. You see, for John Wesley, grace was everything, and grace was everywhere. That John Wesley believed that grace led us from infants, led us to the point where we would accept Christ as our Savior, where we would ask for forgiveness of our sins, where we would, would welcome Christ into our life and take hold of that gift of salvation, that he believed we could not get there ourselves, that no human being would ever, ever get to the point of, like, I can't do it myself. I need, I need you, God. No, he believed it was God's grace leading us, leading us without even being known or seen to us to that moment to that moment of giving our life to Christ. And in that moment, we were made right with God. We were justified. Grace came upon us and and made us right with God. But after that moment, God was not done with us. The grace continued to work on us. You see, this faith that we live and breathe in is not just a one-day faith. It's not just that moment that we we come to the altar or we pray the sinner's prayer or we give our life to Christ and then we're done. We just wait till we go to heaven. No, this, this faith that we live and breathe in is spending it with God each and every day. So John Wesley said that grace continues to work within us and he called that sanctifying grace after giving your life to Christ, God continues to sanctify you. God continues to work in you and me. God puts us in the process of sanctification to move us away from what we should not be doing and move us towards what we should be doing. I believe this is what Paul was writing about when he wrote to the church in Rome. Paul said Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. God works on us each and every day. And we can feel like that clip or feel like we're in Groundhog Day. In fact, when we wake up in the morning, we humans have a whole a whole list of emotions we can choose. We can be tired. We can be frustrated. We can be angry. We can be just sad. We can be overwhelmed. We can be worried and and anxious. We can be fearful of what the day's going to bring. We can be so many different things. But as Christians, we have another choice. We can choose to say that we have another day with Jesus, that we get to live another day with Jesus, that we get to to work with Jesus on ourselves for another day, that we can head out like Calvin and Hobbes on a sled or on a wagon us and our best friend, Jesus, we can make that choice to open our lives to the sanctifying grace that God can work within us because God doesn't see us where we are. He doesn't see us as the person that's frustrated or angry or or greedy or self-consumed or egotistic or worried or fearful. No, God sees us. God sees the potential of who we can be, of what we can do. That's an amazing, an amazing thing. Because so often as humans, we don't see ourselves that way at all. We see ourselves as not very good at anything, or we see ourselves as just plain unlovable. Unlovable. But God, God sees what we can be. And God stands ready to help us to be there. Now, I've seen this work in my my own life. And when I was, you know, late teens, early 20s, I was pretty much perfect uh, as a human being. And in 1981, I... I was working in the scene shop of the Three Rivers Shakespeare Shakespeare Festival and and there were high school interns that came in in the summer and we were asked if we wanted to work with them to help teach them and I said, no, I can do it faster myself. Having a high school intern work with me would just slow me down. That I can build the scenery far better and faster myself. Now, if you look up jerk or some other words in the dictionary, there's a picture of me in 1981. But, oh, God did not see that jerk only. Sure, that was who I was, but God could see who I could be. And from that day, giving my life to Christ and allowing Christ to work in me, I went on to work in youth ministry for 20 years. And I don't know if... God said, oh, that's the guy. Or God said, that guy needs to work in youth ministry for 20 years to learn the right way. I don't know, probably a little bit of both. But God works and moves within us. God moves us away from from sin and mistakes and the things we don't want to do and moves us towards what we do want. All of us have things in our life we don't want to do. We really would rather lay that down. To move away from that. But we can't do it ourselves. But through God's grace and allowing God to work in us, we can. And all of us have things we'd really like to have in our life and really like to be, but we can't get there. We feel like we're on that hamster wheel because we can't do it ourselves. We can only do it through the grace of God. God wants to transform you and I. God wants to sanctify you and I. God wants to work within us. If we're willing to get up in the morning and say, okay, God, I got my to-do list, but I'm gonna set that aside. What's what's on your to-do list, God? What do you wanna do today? But just a warning, God will take you seriously. And you may say, what do you want to work on today, God? And God, you're like, oh, that again? Aren't, aren't we past that? Did, didn't we get, oh, I see, okay. So we'll keep working on that because God's not going to let you off easy. God will continue working on something till you're really, really past it. And God can move you. God can literally move mountains in your life. Have you ever met a person that's just so generous, just honestly generous? They, they, they weren't born that way, most likely. They didn't get there overnight. No, that's God's doing. That's God's working in them. Have you ever met a person that's just just rooted in prayer? You can just feel it, and, and you want that. They didn't, they didn't get there overnight. No, that's God working in them one, one prayer at a time. Or somebody that has so much faith and just has this sense of peace. No matter what's going on around them, that's God working in them. So if you want that, allow God to work in you to move you from, from thinking only about yourself to thinking about others, to move you from, from being greedy and trying to get yours to being generous and giving to other people, to, to move you from being e- egotistical to move you to humility, to move you to trusting in your own self, to trusting in God, to move you from, eh, I, don't, I don't pray, to really believing that prayer transforms you and those around you and your world. In that movie, Groundhog Day, the, the character played by, by Bill Murray is transformed. At first, he feels what we feel, just stuck, and, and he's angry, and he's lashing out, and then he just wants to end it all. And, and then he says, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to get as much as I can get. But all of that, all of that wears out. And he finally, finally looks around and sees in that one day, those 24 hours, that there are people going through a whole lot of stuff and he can help them. Because he knows one thing, he knows that day so well. So he's there for individuals and, and people who need so much. Our days aren't any different. There are people around us that have needs and need us. If we can just think beyond ourselves, if we can get out of our own mind, if we can lift up our eyes and look around to those around us, that we, you and I, can be transformed. Paul says, in view of God's mercy... Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. And so often when we read that, we think, well, he's he's talking about dying for the faith. Well, I'm not going to die for the faith. I don't live in one of those times where I'm called to be a martyr or to, to die for the faith. No, he's not talking about dying for the faith. He's talking about living for your faith to offer your bodies, offer your life as a living sacrifice each day. What do you want to do today, God? To offer your your life as a holy and pleasing sacrifice to God. And he says, this is your true and proper worship. This isn't our true and proper worship. This is good, but we tend to think this this is proper worship. But God doesn't love us just one day. No, God loves us every day. Paul says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. That, what was on the screen, that's the pattern of this world. To be frustrated, to see life as just one darn day after the other. I'm just doing the same thing and I'm sick of it. Don't be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that allow God to transform you, to take you from here to there, to where you want to be. Can't get there yourself. Only the grace of God can lead you there. Paul says, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. How many times have you wondered what is What is God's will for my life? Am I on track? Am I a little off track? Am I way over there? Am I literally heading the wrong direction? What is God's will for me? What is God's will for my life in this time? God doesn't reveal that all at once in an aha moment. God reveals that Day in and day out, transforming you and I, sanctifying you and I through this process of sanctifying grace. You know what it's like? It's like, have you been out and noticed it stays a little lighter longer? Have you been out at 6 o'clock or even a little after 6 and you're like, oh, I can still see across the yard or maybe when you get up, have you noticed it's, it's light a little bit earlier? How did that happen? It's really almost imperceptible to us, but it's happening. That's how God works in you and I. We can't always perceive it or know it, but if we allow his grace to work in our life, he's always moving us from here to there, and there's going to come a day There's going to come a day where we'll be outside at 9.30 at night and it's still going to be light. We know it's coming. God works in us bit by bit, piece by piece, day by day if we allow his grace to move within us. Can we get up and say, okay, God, what do you want to work on today? Amen.